What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deja View Podcast. Uh, this is the Sopranos podcast. We're reaching the end. We're in season seven, Travis Mejia. How you doing? I'm doing great, Trey. How are you doing? Just, just great. Just great. <laughs> it sounds like it. You sound like you're having. We got a great roaches day. in the house. I got oh, counted shit. ten of them this morning in the bathroom. They all ten? come out to play in the morning. Oh, like well, early I've had, morning. Yeah, I've had my dalliance with roaches. It's, like uh, I came in, I went in there this today, and they're nowhere to be seen. But now the real question is: Do you take believe, a shower? Do you believe these roaches are of your doing, or is this a neighbor that's uh, been bringing in the? Roach? This is something happening because there was some in the fridge earlier this uh, oh, this no. month. Not in the fridge, but like around, like in the back of the fridge. They were uh, on the counters. I've seen some in my room. They're in the bathroom. They're all over the place, Travis. You have a full infestation happening. We have an infestation. You could call it an invasion, maybe. How did you let this happen? Uh, I don't know. You know, when you let the mobsters in the neighborhood, right? They just, just start causing a muck. That's. The, I mean, that is that is that's, the problem with the mob. That's what the that's what the Tony said, right? I think he said something like that. The Tony, the Soprano. Tony, the Soprano. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he probably said something like something like to that effect. Yeah, you got to get this roach thing figured out, man. I'm worried about you. <laughs> I'm worried too. I don't want to wake up with a roach in my ear. You know, that would be fun. Have you ever heard of anybody that like had a rodent yes. or a bug yes. issue and yes. say that they woke up with one? Uh, I have a buddy who just them. was in the hospital with the uh, ear full of bug. Really? Yep. When I was a kid, I I would go at after lunch during recess. I would get the little pebbles from the playground. Yeah, and I dropped those bad boys. In oh the yeah, ear I've had that before at nap time. Yeah, yeah, we had to go to the emergency room to get those out. Yeah. Why do we have ears? They're just gross. Yeah, and I feel like when it gets hot, they get grosser. They do. They like get there's more sweaty. wax, more yeah. wax accumulation. We're just disgusting, aren't we, as people? Nasty, nasty, nasty. beasts. Gross. Yeah. We have butts. We have ears. <laughs> we have boob sweat. We have mouths that, that are gross. We have noses that have bugs in them. Are there any holes that aren't gross on our body? No. Every hole is gross. <laughs> like they're all, they're all pretty They're all nasty. nasty. Yeah. At, at some way, shape, or form, they are. Belly buttons. Grody. Ooh, belly buttons is a, is, might be a top three worst hole. Top, on the what, what are the worst holes on the body? Drank them. <laughs> Obviously, the butthole is number yeah, one. Yeah, that's probably number one. Uh, The belly button, I think I'm going to put number two. Ooh. I'm putting Because it's not really thought about. You know, no, you don't really not. think about it. You don't think about it. It's there, yeah. and like you don't know about it until you know about it. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, number three's got to be the mouth. Number three's Lots the of mouth. Bacteria. Yeah. Ooh, it is. I, I could take nose too. Mouth or nose could be three A. Do nose? You get like all that mucus in the nose. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's bogues. Welcome to my TED talk. <laughs> well, this is the Sopranos podcast where we talk about bogies and uh, holes. <laughs> rank the all holes. the rank all the holes by by uh, nastiness. We are uh, talking about episodes three and four of season seven. Yes, we we're are. calling it season seven. Okay, we're rebels. We're calling Everybody it get season over it. seven. We're we're goth, just like Vito Junior. <laughs> just like we Vito can do Jr. it. <laughs> yeah, just like Vito Junior. We're we're goth kids. Hell yeah, we're the goth kids. Or uh, as uh, or as Phil might put it, Puerto Rican whore. Yeah, that's that's a that's a funny way to put it. Vita, <laughs> but what, if you had a you know you have your kid who's having some trouble. Let's say your kid in particular. Do you think uh, Phil would be a good person to give him sage advice? <laughs> no, and I don't think Tony would be either. No, he was pretty bad too. Not great. Not no, great at all. No, neither of them were very I'm good at giving advice. Of, uh, maybe I buy get Bobby out there. Yeah, Bobby would just give him like a Snickers bar though, and <laughs> tell him to go watch some TV. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably yeah. right. Not Carmella. <laughs> I don't think anyone's pretty. Meadow, Beef. maybe. Mate, uh, uh, yeah. Melfi, but she's that's kind of her job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
but you know you can maybe get a house call yeah Melfi's about about done isn't she <laughs> yeah she's only got a couple a uh, couple of a uh, couple of minutes before she kicks old tony out of there yeah yeah she's about through with old tones tones roams Tone anyway soaps <laughs> mm-hmm. so the first episode it, it's it's it, this was sort of a a good one but an odd one uh where we have kind of just two stories going on mm-hmm. we have some old some old bones being dug up and they are in a lot of different ways mm -hmm. and they are the remains of tony's first victim correct yep a lot of first uh a lot of first kill stuff this season yes uh, with bobby last uh last was that last episode episode four yeah a lot of also focus on different characters, and uh, there is a good Sepinwall quote, if I can pick it up. Pretty much what he said was, this is sort of, this season is sort of characters reckoning with things. Mm-hmm. Where the first episode was, I think, uh, what, Bobby reckoning with, uh, yeah, Bobby reckoning with the, with the fact that, He's not gonna get out of being. He's not gonna become a made man with mm-hmm. clean hands. Right. What was the second episode again? The second episode was uh, Johnny reckoning with yeah, cancer. reckoning with with his life, and Tony reckoning with Chris and their split. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And and Chris reckoning with Tony and him not respecting him all that. Yeah, Tony reckoning that fact, and then this it's Polly reck and and Junior reckoning with becoming old men and mm-hmm. um yeah uh, we we have the first time in a while we've seen tony and and paulie kind of hang out in a for an extended period of time yeah an actual like not for pleasure or anything but just being together outside of business yes because uh yeah the fbi is sort of on tony's tail because they figure uh, i guess uh a former capo or a capo who just got arrested uh, tipped off the FBI to a body. Yeah. And uh, luckily they did get the whole thing, you know, expunged uh, with yeah, some they, help from some dude lawyers. Ended up, yeah, he ended up blaming it on uh, Jackie April. Yeah. There you go. Might as well, right? He's dead. This whole episode, like, I think, I think, I think it's pretty, it bears. Normally, I don't think it usually matters too much what the episode name is. But I think this episode in particular, remember when? Yeah, well, the enti- yeah, the entire episode is 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 just bringing old things together. Like he's around, Tony's around a bunch of old gangsters that are past their prime. You're seeing uh, Polly, who's you're getting a close look at it with Polly and Junior. Uh, they you know they make contact with Beansy. They're surrounding Tony with this idea that the best of the of the days are behind us, and these are you the see, remnants. You see, young Polly, and you kind of realize Polly's mm-hmm. just been his whole life is just this image of what mm-hmm. he, you know, maybe once was or what he thought he once was. And mm-hmm. you have them reminiscing about Tony being a kid, and yeah, just all that stuff. Um, and you you, you kind of see that Tony is so annoyed with Polly. And he kind of questions Paulie, like, is this guy going to start blabbing about important things to people he shouldn't be blabbing about? And why hasn't he kind of noticed this before? And it's probably mm-hmm. just, it's like, you know, it's an age progression thing, right? Like, you know, when you get older, you notice certain things about family members that you may not mm-hmm. have noticed when you're a kid or your parents or something like that, where, you know, like you, oh, I didn't realize that growing up, but now I'm starting to realize this, you know? Well, especially, like, like, Tony mentions that, you know, he idolized Polly for so yeah. long that he had this built-up version of Paul. It's like, don't meet your heroes, right? Sure. And he met and became the boss of one of his heroes, and then the real picture of what Polly is, and just, you know, it's not a negative connotation. It's just, you know, who Polly is, you know? Yeah. And, uh... And take a step back and tony decides he doesn't he's not so sure he's a real big fan of that no and it, it, it's probably one of those relationships like they, they he's known him for so long that mm-hmm. he has to kind of be his friend and you know but it's he just would rather him not be there 
And he For does sure. contemplate it on the boat, and he keeps trying to get out of him the whole uh, the joke. Did he did he tell uh, did he tell Johnny the joke? Mm-hmm. That made him pissed. I love the way, way that... back. Yeah. Way Sorry. Back go when. ahead. No. No. Go ahead. Oh no! I was just saying that. Uh, yeah, he just—he was trying to get him to admit that he said that joke. Right, and uh, I liked the way that the whole scene was shot, kind of from both of their perspectives of the situation. Mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> when it's when they get, you know, they're celebrating to, you know, they that Tony's not getting arrested. They, you know, it all got blamed on Jackie, and you know, they get to the boat, and Polly starts remembering pussy's death and how they lured pussy out to sea and he knows that tony's a little annoyed yeah. with him after the the comment he made the night before or two nights before however long before it was uh and Polly gets on the boat and then you get from tony's perspective as you know Polly does get a vision of pussy too while he's on the boat and then later on a dream yeah but then on the boat you get while they're up on the deck uh, Tony, you kind of get him looking at a hatchet. You get him looking at the knife, thinking of ways that he could easily just dispose of Polly here and get mm-hmm. rid of his whole his whole problem right now. And then, with the rather obvious uh, camera trick, yeah. <laughs> Tony throws the soda or the beer. That, that would have been a really, really weird, dumb way to try to kill somebody. You throw a knife at them. You're probably yeah. going to kill them. Yeah, it, it, all it did, all it really was there for, it was you know to surprise. It was a fake out, yeah. It was a fake out, and to switch the perspective over to Polly, yeah, who sees Tony, who, from his perspective, perspective looks like just kind of like a a drunken dude, fumbling around a boat looking for aimlessly looking for things, almost as if he was a bear ambling yeah. out of the forest. Oh, another bear reference. A bear reference for you. Uh, let me think what I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, it, it was very telling. And then, then Polly has a very Sopranos-esque dream of Pussy, mm-hmm. and I uh, asks him, "What does he ask him? When it when the time comes, will I stand up?" Yeah, asking about when he dies. Yeah, a lot of lot of lot of that in this season, mm-hmm. right? Oh, tons of it. Yeah, yeah. I I uh, I enjoyed uh, before they were leaving. Polly going over to the house and boldly, you don't get it on camera, but he clearly asked for an espresso Yeah, and didn't want coffee. Uh, so to kind of make sure everything is all good and everything's on the up and up, he sends them an espresso maker and Tony has done a complete about face now on Polly and he's oh, just, sure. just ragely defending him <laughs> as he sends him a $2,000 espresso maker. I, I did enjoy, yeah, the, the crazy looking espresso maker. <laughs> I love those. That look like it looks like it's curing COVID nineteen, you know? It's, it's a like this humongous It's like this chemistry set mm-hmm. uh, uh, coffee maker. I'm awesome. a fan of chemistry set coffee makers. You ever seen somebody with like the like it almost looks like a beaker and it like it, it like pushes the coffee up or something like that. I don't know. No, I've not French seen that. Pr- French press, French maybe? press, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand how the French press I, works, I, but it looks I, interesting. My, my family, I mean, it has like a has an espresso Keurig. Okay. Yeah, okay. which I would be down for. Those things are expensive, though, man. Keurigs. I uh, I once was watching a friend's house. I might have used a little too many of their little Keurig things mm. for espresso. But because they're good, they are tasty, but they are expensive. Yeah, you can get the little are. fake packs of like twenty four or forty eight of them. For yeah, not that bad, but they can still run pretty, pretty, pretty high. Uh, anything else on this episode? Yeah. On the okay. Episode, so yeah, season, we, we season seven. All the junior stuff. Oh no, no, no! But like uh, this area. So yeah, season seven is about the past catching up with you, inflicting. Uh, inconvenience and sometimes grave damage how neither would be such a serious threat if he had made the wrong choice i think the next episode is where he kind of talks about these characters kind of living in their own own world Mm-hmm. oh for yeah. sure in the next episode uh hamilton makes an appearance in this episode yeah lynn moral miranda <laughs> yeah he was as there the comment yeah the bell comment ryan yeah he's yeah. just 
a one note. Uh, another lost crossover. Oh yeah, here we are. We're just yeah. By the way, this is how he. If you think that these characters seem similar, that's it's, because uh, cause it is. It is. This is how he got the job. Yeah, to be Miles. Lindelof saw the episode and won him a loss, and that's yeah. It's very similar, right? Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. very. Because yeah. in fact, before I wrote the note or ran, found the note that this is uh, this is where Lindelof found him, yeah. I was like, boy, Miles is mad in everything. <laughs> He's just so uh-huh. mad all the time. Angry. Angry, Angry man. man. <laughs> hey, you know, he's like 50 years old now. Really? I would not think he's 50. Yeah, I think he was like 30 and lost in his 30s. Wow. wow. Okay. He's he's a young-looking guy. He is a young-looking man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's... This is, I guess this is like a criminally uh, insane... Or criminally... Uh, I don't know what you'd call it. But the, these are criminal people in the off in this psycho ward like criminally insane i think yeah or, or like like yeah they committed crimes that's the idea mm-hmm. i'll let you dance around that but yeah <laughs> well, well, wait, well no like i mean they, they're they're in there because of crimes they've committed right that's what i'm right. trying to say yeah no. uh crime criminal what do you what do you call it then <laughs> No, I just, I just enjoyed you trying Am to I figure it out. Am I saying something wrong? No, I just enjoyed you trying to like, Am I figure be out. canceled? Trying to figure out the politically correct way to say it, and then just kept coming right back around to, it's got to be criminally insane, right? Like, I that's guess. what it is. I, I did enjoy Crim- Junior. Maybe maybe like criminally un, uh, unfit or something like unfit. that. Unfit. I did enjoy Junior beating up the wimpy doctor guy. The guy was such a little nerd. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, you, you wouldn't be saying this if there were authority figures around. And Junior's just like, fuck off, bruh. Beats him up. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed Good. Junior in that moment. Good. Uh, it, this is very One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. You know, the mm-hmm. whole, uh, you got the, 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 you know, I guess Junior would be the Jack Nicholson character. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, he's this uh, free guy. He's up to, you know, he's kind of a, he's a rebel, right? Do, sure. He's doing these card games for uh, for Pepsi and <laughs> Snickers bars and Kit Kats. Yeah, I think it was and, specifically he was after those Kit Kat bars. Yeah, and then the whole medication is making you making you a vegetable man. They're trying to get you with the meds, man. And, and that's it's, also it's, sort of a lost storyline. Well, it's a one flew over the cuckoo's nest storyline. Yeah. The whole I, idea that medication is. takes away your freedom and then you got to do something about it. And you've got to like, in one flew over the cuckoo's nest. That's the whole put the, put the pillow over your head. Cause yeah, just, you're free now. You're free, Travis. You're free. And that's kind of what he tries to do with junior is he beats him up at the end. Cause he's mad. Cause his, his, father figure in in here in the clink just uh became a dud Mm -hmm. singing take me home country roads (laughs) which is a good song yeah it's also uh this this is just a pretty popular trope in these types of tv shows anytime there's any type of mental health facilities involved this this show for all the great it does it gets very tropey i feel like this episode Oh wait, this next episode is a way bigger uh, violator of yeah of tropiness. But if we're gonna go tropiness, then this you, you mean, know how they you know was, how they say when like a family member dies, you kind of you have to like to cope, think about the negatives. Mm-hmm. I think we should do that when we talk about the end, because I think for as how good this show is, there are mm-hmm. definite things that don't hold up as well. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like most of uh, Tony Soprano's political opinions. Well, I think that's just him. I'm, but I'm talking about like things that are wrong with the show. Like I think you know they recycle maybe some too many plot lines. I think they uh, they can step into cliches and tropes sometimes, mm-hmm. like any show does, because it's yeah. easy. And you know what? You know why there are tropes there? Because they're easy. Because you get it. You understand what they're trying to do, right? Well, they work. That's why it's a trope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's an easy way to convey something. Yes, exactly. Yes, of course. Uh, so 
Miles, like you said, end up attacking him, and at the end, you've got the. Uh... It's not. It's not Miles, but. No, I'm gonna refer to him as Miles. Okay. If you if you if if you uh, if you don't. You, no, you, you do you, mind. man. You do you. Um, his name is Miles, and uh, so you get the catatonic, almost Junior petting the cat, which is a dude. That's some great acting there. Good stuff. That's I uh, can never pronounce his last name. Who, uh, Junior, the actor's name? Yeah, the actor's last name. Not sure I really tried, to be honest. Uh, that's a Godfather 2 scene. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He wasn't the Godfather. He wasn't the Godfather. Yeah. That guy's still alive, too. Uh-huh. You know that? I, yeah, he's... I did not know that. Actually, you probably told me that at the beginning of this pod. Not this particular podcast, but this podcast. As Early on, yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked the Dick Cheney letter. That was fun. That's funny. As someone who's been involved in misfiring of firearms, you would understand this. You would totally get where I'm coming from on this. Yes, you get this, man. Come on, help me out. And and like we were saying, like I think this this particular portion of the episode is somewhat tropey, but I did like it as it shows like yeah. the, the kind of digression of Junior. You know, yeah, it's fun thinking about him in like season one where he was sort of one of the main bads and he was the kind of the 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 guy that tony had to kind of skirt lines with and Mm -hmm. then just sort of the the just the deterioration of him you know right just to the point where like he's he's wetting himself and Mm -hmm. uh i mean appearing to kind of give up on everything it's very (laughs) irishman i mean yeah irishman yeah i mean yeah think it you know that's that was a the movie uh, kind of depicted this in a well, not I mean, you didn't really have dementia, but in the way where it's sort of like it's this scary mafia guy who turns into this kind of weak old man who's peeing himself, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. And is kind of the last of his his era, the last of his group around. Yeah. I mean, you have like his buddies that come by saying, "Hey, we can get you out of here," but Junior's so gone, he doesn't, he can't even comprehend it. No, you know? and you know, like he, he, and they've been hammering that home pretty hard. Just that anybody he sees up there, he's asking to take home, mm-hmm. or asking them to get him out of there. When in reality, thirty-five seconds later, he's forgotten that he even said that. Did you notice uh, he called Miles Anthony? <laughs> I at did. One point, yeah. There were a couple of times where, like, the build-up to Miles getting uh, really upset with him is, you know, it's he, there's couple of trip ups that junior has it's the it's not just the medication it's you know he just is an old man and like yeah. has dementia and a couple of cracks and all of a sudden he doesn't look as inviting of a person to hang out with and then when he does something to slight miles miles gets upset and miles attacks mm-hmm. him because mm-hmm. miles is, has anger issues yeah and it doesn't have a, a a supportive family unit or a supportive father i guess they have a I don't know. His mom seemed okay. She showed his up. His dad was she probably was real strict. Yeah, they implied that his dad was in prison or something, right? Well, he well he died on the island. I thought. Okay, it's not lost. This isn't lost, Travis. This is lost. a different show. It's the same. This is show. just the extension of the character. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, maybe you don't Do know, you, man. We don't know. We don't know. Hell, man. Maybe it is. It could be. I mean. It, could, could be. be this is just never, a, a plot this is the spinoff of lost he never maybe he was uh he was at a bad time in his life where uh, i mean he did dress all emo as well in that one episode where he was just, just uh maybe this is lost and maybe this is lost the, too the voices got too loud for a period of time he committed a crime they put him yeah. in there. he learned to cope with the voices there's been channeled hey, it Hey, there's been more inconsistent things on Lost, so... Uh, <laughs> I think this is Miles. I think it's Miles, too, now. I'm convinced. You've convinced me. This Thank is Miles. You. This is just a sequel to Lost. Yeah. It all connects. Or, or a prequel. Prequel, sequel. It's it, it's in the universe. It's tough to say. It's tough to say exactly We really can't it prove falls. it. Right? You can't prove it either As a way. show, and I guess, yes, I guess my answer is yes, a show has done that. Or, I mean, they've had, like, you know, uh, crossovers. No, but has, yeah. like, 
has like a show. That would be cool though, where you have like uh, like three shows and they're all kind of interconnected. Like during their run, I'm not talking about a mm-hmm. spinoff. I'm talking about like during their run. You know, you'll have a character appear on another show and then another mm-hmm. character appear on another show. Isn't and that it's the sort idea of like a, t- behind uh, the, the, the CW and all of their is DC it? Stuff, I didn't I know. I, I haven't watched that, so maybe it is. I haven't either, but I think that's the idea: is that the people like will occasionally be like on the Flash, the show. yeah, being Batgirl, yeah. And I think that that's was cool. supposed to be the case with the Netflix Marvel shows too. Yeah, right? I also never watched those. That's a cool idea. I'm down for that idea. Like a universe of shows. Yeah, not it doesn't like, have to be superheroes, but yeah, and not like Chicago PD and Chicago right. Fire. No, I'm talking about like, you know, Lost and The Sopranos is the same universe. Like if like if Lost and the Leftovers like they can be totally yeah, they can be yeah, yeah. And they can be totally different shows. They don't have to be similar shows. Mm-hmm. It could be, you know, Hawaii Five O and like Dark on, on or Hannibal and Lost and Breaking Bad and The Wire are all in the same universe. And Dexter. <laughs> and you just, and Dexter's there too. Dexter's actually the killer in the wire. Exactly. I you see like that kind of stuff I, I want more of. Then that's a that's that's a big undertaking. Yeah, but. that's it's massive. And I, I I don't know. I think there's been some uh directors have done it with their movies. Movies, and I think that's sort of the idea behind the American horror story shows. Yeah, okay. Is that the universes are sort of connected in some mm-hmm. ways and that some characters like who play a character the next season have like a piece of the other i don't know it's weird uh i i think that's sort of the idea for game of thrones going forward kind of in a way like an interconnected type of situation uh what do you mean so like doing things that are in universe i'm not even talking about that though yeah i'm talking you know like you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, that, yeah, that's more in-universe, though. That's just like, hey, it's just... In, well, in I mean, going forward, universe. they would like to have a couple of shows going if they can, you know? Like, they're going to have... I don't know what everyone's name was. Yeah, <laughs> they have, like, Tyrion and, like, a, a, a teen high school drama. <laughs> yeah, or have, like, Tyrion an shows on, up. like, an ongoing series and a short series going on at the same time. I like Tyrion showing up in like Smallville or something. <laughs> like the character Tyrion Lannister, he That's shows up at a high school party. <laughs> That'd be great. He would I'm be, down. Uh, maybe a college party. Let's that college way, party. That way okay. it can be rated R. He can he score can some, some chicks. Yeah, have some real. Yeah. Fun. Okay. Some real I'm. Fun. Guess they give him a cake stand. I'm. I'm down for yeah. this raunchy right. teen comedy or high school college comedy with uh. It's just funnier to say raunchy teen comedy, raunchy yeah. high school or college comedy with uh, Tyrion Lannister. I don't think it would get funded, but it'd be fun. No, yeah, it'd be fun. What if Tyrion Lannister was the next Iron Man? What if Tyrion Lannister and Tony Soprano met up? Who says they didn't? <laughs> Whoa. They're HBO shows. They are. Smell a sequel. I can smell a mishmash. But uh, we can't do that anymore. But seriously. But seriously. Uh, Let's talk about the next episode, Travis. Episode four. (laughs) Chasing it. (laughs) Episode four. This is... So Steppenwolf did a whole thing about how sort of Tony is kind of wanting out. He's self... He's a... what do you call it? Self um, imploding. Self imploding. He does not want to be a mobster anymore. He wants to be out. He does not like this anymore. He's 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 acting more brashly. He's gambling a lot. He's and he's losing and he's taking it out on everybody. Like he's which if you real... if you remember correctly, uh, at Satriel's when after his dad cut Satriel's finger off, he told him. Son, never gamble. This is how you get yourself into real trouble. Yeah. So he's so already he knows. So I think I think I'm I'm with you on that. If uh if we're looking at if we're looking at season six and season seven as individual seasons, season six is about Tony actually trying to change or making progress in changing. Mm-hmm. And season seven 
is more like he's he's just he just doesn't really care anymore. Like he's kind of giving in to uh, any and all vices, slipping up uh, in a lot of different ways, and not really keeping his eye on the ball. But also being sort of clouded by little thing like little things to keep his he's bored is what it feels like yeah he's extremely bored and just yes. kind of playing around the margins yeah and i mean the stuff with hesh who's like his old buddy forever he's acting real petty with him mm-hmm. uh he's you know melfi melfi is like what were we even doing here at this point right and he you know and, and melfi's not afraid of him she's gonna stick mm. up she's gonna stand up against him you know, he takes shit out on Carmella, and everything he says is sort of a reflection of himself. He mm-hmm. he, he says Carmella's, you know, hustling these people, this the spec out of this house, and you know, it's a stupid project, and he owes her money for it. And he's yeah, he's this whole deal is is pretty much killing him right now with yeah, the gambling and the money. He's just um, I think this is the first episode where we're seeing like. The dark side that shows out sometimes with Tony Soprano, yeah, like really start to spill out. And he, and you know, when they, he says some pretty hateful things to her, and you know, there's some the physicality to that fight as well with Carmella. But then he apologizes, and she's, you know, she says that he's wor- she's worried about him, and he he doesn't, he still does, he's not understanding, and he's not really like comprehending the situations that he's finding himself in, because he says, uh, big picture wise, I'm up, way up. So either mm-hmm. he's only talking about money, which maybe he is in that instance, but I feel like that hints more at his life, where it feels like a lot of this episode he's spending trying to get back in the good graces of like the universe. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I took it as uh, when he sent him up. Is life? He's up. He's yeah. You know, he's not. He's good. He's he's uh, on the high end on life right now, and life isn't really handling him anything with all these bets he's been doing. Right, and it just it like he's not clearly there's some shit going on around him, and he is not on the way up. You know, can I can I make one comment on the last episode quickly? quickly? Yes, please. Uh, actually, two. I'm sorry. Okay, this is... I'll only allow one. You you're gonna have to choose one of the two. Well, I do. Oh, they're both food related. Uh, this oh, well, is then the two uh, fly, two go. This two is go. this is the baked potatoes episode. I know the mm. the hard line had fun with that. The uh, couple of steaks, baked potatoes, yeah. and also I I found it real gross eating pasta on a boat. Just doesn't mesh well with me. It felt weird, didn't it? It didn't seem like did. something like I thought maybe sandwiches. Or, sandwiches, what I thought. Like that's that that should, that was my guess. I did not think that they were gonna whip up an entire meal. Yeah. on the boat at all. It just seems weird. And uh, I don't I don't really. Oh, uh, we, don't we also fancy, have. I don't fancy Polly as much of a cook, to be honest. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. We also have uh. We also have Phil asserting his dominance and whacking a guy uh, with the Backstreet Boys, where actually the guy is killing him. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. At the very end. Fun fact about, like... uh, about the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. They, they are now doing uh, spots on baby TV. Oh, great. Yeah, they're doing awesome. Also, while we're back on that episode, I, I have a note that I think I forgot. Oh, a fun uh, fact? A fun fact, actually. Yeah, a fun fact. So the director of uh, that episode, Remember When, uh, was Phil Abraham. Phil Abraham began on the show in season one all the way back uh, in those good old days as a camera operator. Oh, wow. Look at that. Working your way up. Came up from the minors, and this was his directorial debut. There you go, Phil. How's he doing now? Uh, didn't check in on that. I don't know his uh, name. I think he's probably a TV director of some uh-huh. sort. So bouncy, bouncy. All right, on to this episode. Okay, yeah, back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Um. So, yeah, I I feel like Tony is. Um, I just feel like he's very disconnected, and that's what kind of this part of the season is trying to highlight is just how 
isolated and disconnected he is from all of his old resources you know like he used to go, all of his old friends i mean he yeah. he's he's a, that's what i, I mean by resources yeah like, yeah like he would uh think about um so christopher was always somebody he would talk to they're very the gap between them is very wide paulie is somebody he would gain advice from very wide there junior is somebody he would get advice from maybe the widest uh hesh was one of the few people that yeah. he was able to get advice from outside the family of real good the, advice the very funny scene where he goes to him for therapy and they just talk about their own shit for the yep. whole time exactly yeah and uh and to some degree melfi is souring yeah. on him and that was another place where he would get uh support from he's he's he, he did now the more that I think about it I think I brought this up last episode in regard to Chris how he was supposed to be the guy that started taking over some of the day-to-day stuff for Tony, right? Right. Well, and Tony was supposed to take the step back and isolate himself a little bit more and, you know, be a boss and be uh but not be present. Well, he sort of did that except for he stayed present. And just isolated himself from everybody, and didn't 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 get a mouthpiece or anything. He's just kind of his own person, and really only can rely on himself at this point. Mm-hmm. Which is the you know signs of somebody who's down the drain, right? Or spiraling that way anyway. Yeah. Let me look on uh, any more notes. I got here. I always highlight stuff, but I just I don't remember why. <laughs> a couple of smaller things. So Tony uh, Tony notices the terrorist activity after seeing uh, he does George he W does. on the TV. Yep. <clears throat> um. So Tony, I guess in the last episode while they were in Miami, secured that two hundred thousand dollar loan. And that was for Hesh, and that's kind of the the boiling point with them throughout this episode. Um, and then, as you know, Tony's just bringing him bits and pieces. He's only bringing him the interest instead of the full the full bit. Um, and then Hesh's girlfriend Renata dies, which that was that she never got an official cause on the show, but HBO has it listed as a stroke. Oh, that's not good. That's not Those good. Those are scary. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't think it was nefarious at all. I, I don't see why it would have been. No. I mean, I think when it first happened, you at least get the one tick Thought in your it's mind. it's like Tony. Yeah, maybe Tone's tone soaps took care of this one. Um, but that 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 happens. And then Tony, Tony brings the money and, you know, tells tells him he's sorry for his loss or whatever and then is actually kind of complaining that he wasn't like happy enough to get all of his money mm-hmm. and that, that's because this kind of thing doesn't really happen to tony soprano like while we spend most of this episode for him trying to get back into the good graces of the universe and get back to his normal um and he's taking all these l's on bets and different things like that he has somebody right next to him that's experiencing this immense pain and it's just not something that really ever happens to tony soprano normally things work out pretty well Uh Uh, and i think the tide is starting to turn the other way Uh, yes it's going to be very interesting to see how uh somebody who typically gets their way with the attitude of tony soprano is going to react to all that also, so they're in the car when that happens, when he's kind of complaining about um, Hesh and Carlos in the back and mentions a Twilight Zone episode. And this is interesting. This is a little note. Uh, Carlo and Tony's doghouse for his failure to run the family construction business as profitably as Vito mentions an old Twilight Zone episode featuring a thug named Valentine. Uh, Tony cuts him off, but Carlo must be referring to a nice place to visit, an episode about Rocky Valentine who dies during a robbery and wakes up in the afterlife where his, where his every wish is granted. Every woman he wants, everybody thinks he's wonderful, and every bet he makes is a winner. Eventually, Rocky grows so tired of what he assumes to be heaven that he asks to go to the other place, only to be told, this is the other place. Tony's existence isn't quite Rocky Valentine's, but it's close enough for him to sabotage it just to make something different happen. 
<clears throat> That's an interesting episode to, to pick. Of a Twilight Zone reference, right? <laughs> yeah, very interesting. I like, uh, I like that a lot. Uh, you want a fun fact about the episode? Uh, <laughs> yes, and I'll tell you the most, probably one of the most disturbing scenes of the show, too. Yeah, the kid shitting in the shower? No, that oh. wasn't disturbing. I think the freaking uh, TC camp counselors from Utah dragging the kid out of his house yeah. was pretty hard to watch. Yeah. So imagine if that's how it went when they sent AJ to boot camp. Well, that's what I was thinking about, too, yeah. Like, like dude, that. I, I don't think that's how it would have happened. That's one of the interesting parts of this, like... At least a boot camp was, like, that's military, and that's yeah. a little... That's not some... I mean, you ever, have you ever heard, like, uh, those stories? Of, like, and TC didn't go to where I think he like, that kid was going, but it was pretty bad. Yeah, and TC that, went to, like, a religious version of that, right? Yeah, but they're not... They're not... They're not doctors. They're not right. social workers. They're not uh, trained. They're just a bunch of rednecks, pretty much. Yeah, it's almost like, like it's... if cops were showing up to like mentally ill uh, incidents. You know. Yeah. That, yeah. Like they're out of their depths, almost the exact same it's way. Bad news bears, and at least with the military, it's. Mm, I mean, you can say you know, but but it's there are certain rules, right? There are certain laws, rules, regulations. Mm-hmm. There, you can't do certain things. Sure. I think. Whereas these camps, it's all holds bar. Who gives a shit? Yeah, it's like it's, uh, it's like when they send news. kids to prison camp. Yes. You kind of get to just get the full thing. Yeah, it's bad, uh, and that was pretty disturbing. Yeah, not Which great. Is, but he did no. shit in the shower. So he did. Well, I don't think he's going to military school, man. I think that's conversion therapy camp. Honestly, I think that's what it was. Oh, you think they sent him for for dressing like a Puerto Rican whore? Yeah, I, oh, that's no. kind of what I assume they're implying. Oh no. Okay. Yeah, that's a little. Yeah, bit where that's not where TC went. I think TC, I think TC went to something similar to that. Uh, it wasn't that because that's that's very different. But it was something similar to that. Yikes, where it's okay. like for troubled kids. Yeah. And they're not they're it's not it's not a hospital. It's not like a thing that's gonna help. It's to straighten you up, son. You're acting out. And this yeah. isn't the military. We're just a bunch of bunch of people who think we know what we're doing and they're, they, <laughs> it's bad news, man. It is bad news. Yeah. That's that that's kinda terrifying. Well, and the reason why that ends up happening, uh, is is Tony Tony Gaines. Yeah, Tony has, all of his Yeah. All, I gotta admire Tony, he is a man of a budget, and once he spends yeah. the budget on something that's not meant for that, he's just not dipping into other honey pots. He's just not doing. No, and, he's gonna uh, get some alternative options. Yeah, how about uh, how hey. about we send him to this boot camp, and I'll pay the fee for when they beat the yeah. shit. Yeah, is that cool? Is yeah, that gonna be good with everybody. Uh, which honestly, he's right. Phil should be the one taking care of this. That's his family, be. and he's the one that killed Vito. Yeah, Phil's a piece of shit isn't he He is he is uh okay fun fact fun fact yes so the funnest fact the funnest fact the football game from this episode uh okay it's it's buffalo versus tampa bay the uh that is actually film from the movie the replacements oh really yeah 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 okay that was my fun fact I did like we had a mavericks reference in this yeah jerry stackhouse made his way in there the killer yeah the killer Uh I always like that. I always like Stackhouse with his squat free throws. <laughs> that was good to see. I'm that glad was, that was good to see, wasn't it? it was oh, a good uh, moment. AJ proposes to. The... Yeah, I felt bad for AJ here. Like he seems like he's kind of doing it's the true. right things, and then you know, yeah, he's he's immersing himself in the culture. I see that for sure. Yeah, like he seems like he's like a dad to the kid, or like at least like a good, you know, like surrogate father, or whatever you call it. Or see, that would have been he, like my situation. Yeah, like that's maybe, your situation. He, yeah, maybe he adopts the kid after a couple of years. You know, it's yeah. like a test run with a kid like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, felt bad for AJ. He seemed like he was getting some things in order. Like again, I think we mentioned this in the show. Anytime a, a character, every time a character in the show acts like a regular human being, I think we give him extra points. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and like we, no, AJ's just like, if this was just like a regular TV show, it would just be oh, okay. 
But like, no, it's the Sopranos. And we've seen AJ being a little dipshit for the past six seasons, right? Well, you either <laughs> give him extra points or you're immediately suspicious. Like, what are you up to over here? You, yeah. you, you seem like you're being too... Uh, Carmela, you you're being too uh too nice to everybody. You're you're mm-hmm. you're going along with way too much here without very much pushback. What are you up to? Oh, a spec house, you say? You've got a spec mm-hmm. house. Okay. Okay. Now I see you. Uh they do do a really good job with that. I, uh, yeah. What do you think about these two episodes? I felt like the first one was quite a bit stronger than the second. Uh uh yeah, I, I I felt that, and I think sometimes not bad, not bad, not saying it's bad. I just felt like no. I, I think the gambling thing it's it kind of came out of nowhere, but I get why they did it, and yeah. it's to show sort of what's going on, and and it doesn't have to explain, you know, every it, it makes sense, right? It, it makes sense. I found it a little weird that they spent this much time on Hesh at this point in the show. Well, you know what's funny though, I was kind of wondering where he was. I was too, but this is. I mean, uh, I can only think of maybe one or two other episodes where we have this much time with him. I think they're trying to give swan songs to everybody. I think you know. They, I think that's last season right. they did uh, Artie. Mm-hmm. This one, you know, we got Hash a little bit. And yeah, I'm trying to give everyone a little 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 spotlight. You're probably right. You're probably right. Um, kind of a weird combination of stories in this this last one. I you know. Yeah, it was. But again, still pretty solid. Like as far mm-hmm. as uh, final seasons go, it's still a really, uh, really good episode. I thought. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we got two more next week, right? If you have any more fun facts, I don't know. Um, First episode had another Gary Gary C- Cooper reference. They always kind of go back to the same references, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Same people. Uh, no, I'm still standing by that that is, uh, that is Lost Miles, though. Yeah, I, it might be, man. You, you brought up a good argument. I can't argue with that. Right? Right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. I have a storyline, you know? You can't argue with it. Like, if they if they came out and said that was the case, it, I, it would make sense. Right? It would fit. You know? Yeah. It would just fit. And and who's to say that retroactively that they couldn't just do that anyway? They could. Again, things have made less sense retroactively putting it in there than that. 100%. On both shows. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh, 100%. Like Ralphie just showing up like he's an old buddy. Uh, oh, like uh, Tony B just showing up like he's a, yeah, a big hey. deal. Yeah. Yeah, just like that. Just like that. All right. All right. Well, uh, this is a Lost show. We, we, we've bamboozled everyone. We just did another season of Lost. Another series of Lost. It's all connected to Lost. We're mostly just going to start doing shows that have uh, have actors from Lost in it. I wouldn't... Oh, there is in Breaking Bad. Who? It's, it's the first thing I could think of. Maybe there's a bigger one, but it's... Uh, What's his name? That actor. Uh, the, he was Hurley's friend. DJ He's Qualls. in a bunch of stuff. DJ Qualls. He yes. was uh, the cop in Breaking Bad. Yep, yep, yep. That's it's a it's it's a little ooh. That's little a connection. fun. That's a fun game. Uh, finding all the shows connected to Lost. That's a very yeah. Fun game. All the actors. and that could probably be pretty easy because there's a ton of actors in that show. Uh huh. Lots of and, you uh, know, lots of guests, and they uh, they a lot of them. Uh, had one or, or, yeah. one or two show network shows right afterwards that spread yeah. their wings to uh, connect to all sorts of other actors that you. Oh yeah, know. you could. That would probably be a fun and easy game to do. Very fun. Maybe we could play find that the shows game. that only connect to Lost. <laughs> we could probably do a whole bunch. Actually, I'm sure we could. Maybe maybe yeah. that could be one of our fun episodes. That would be a fun thing to do. Where we find. Or do the Hawaii Five O Lost Reunion episode? <laughs> we could do yeah. all of the Lost Reunion. I like all of the guest appearances by the actors where they hint at uh, hint at Lost, like Community with uh, with jo- uh, Josh Holloway, where he's yeah. like he's he's hot enough to be on network TV. Yeah, or uh, Hurley on How I Met Your Mother, where he actually says the numbers. Oh, he does. That's oh, dumb. it's the most shoehorned in. Yeah. And they even yeah. mentioned an island a couple of times. Yeah, yeah it, it's very, very. See, they bad. don't do that with community. Yeah. No, they, no. They, they were it's not. Actually, that I was a little. Those. I was a little upset that there wasn't any more. I was like, 
could have maybe done one more thing. Like one. That's fine. I know. That's I, ju- fine. I just watched that episode a couple days ago. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's enough about not, right. not Sopranos. No, it, it is weird how how out of place he looks in that show too. He does. He does. He's <laughs> yeah. too pretty. He's just too pretty. He's he is pretty enough for the island. And you not know what pr- else? Way too pretty for community. Biggest problem with, uh, I had with a bed. Yeah. <laughs> biggest problem I had. Shirt on whole time. I know. I know, man. That's way too much shirt. My Josh shirt Hall- off. My Josh Holloway doesn't wear shirt. He needs to be shirt off for at least nine episodes straight. I need I need nips and belly. Need sweat. I need sweat on that. Glean that. nice glisten. Nice glisten. Yeah. Not a single not a single mosquito bite or no. a scratch or from hair. being shirtless for no, not at all. Waxed. On the island. Waxed. He's what he would do is just get uh, bamboo and, and, and just yeah. Just grind it up Shave into it. a glue, a paste. I need him cutting wood too, sweating mm-hmm. and looking mad, mad, like he's pissed. And then occasionally, he's pissed, reading a book with glasses on, with so glasses. we know he's sophisticated too. He's a smart kid. He's a smart guy and a roughie that reads. Yeah, he's everything you want he's out of a character with beautiful hair and eyes. Just beautiful hair. And body. this show's turned into a lost podcast, <laughs> hasn't it? <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay well we're that's enough for uh we're only doing shows of josh holloway in it now yes. that's that's the law yes. well, that's the rule only josh holloway shows he needs to get more roles hear that hollywood give josh holloway more stuff we're coming for all you. right we're coming for you all right that's uh the, end of the podcast for this uh week we'll be back soon all right bye bye